Welcome back, sweeties. This is your host, London Ale, and this is the Eye Candy Podcast. Let's get into the episode. guys welcome back to another episode of the eye candy podcast something feels a little different today i'm actually really excited (laughs) okay so i have a video for you guys so if you guys are listening on audio go ahead to my youtube channel london ale l-o-n-d-y-n-a-l-e-i and you can see me on video Maybe two days after this comes out. It should be coming on Thursday, so the video should be posted on Friday or Saturday. We'll see because it's my first time actually, like, producing my own video and editing it. The last video you guys saw was obviously, like, produced at um, a podcast studio. So this is going to be new. This is going to be so new, but I'm actually so excited because I'm used to not looking at anything and just seeing my outline. So I have my outline on my phone. I have a monitor. I have my laptop. I have my recording going. We're too set. Okay, so we're just going to hop right into the show because, first of all, accountability check. I have been doing a terrible job with keeping up with this podcast. Mm -hmm. Very, 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 very bad. And I say this, it's kind of like disappointing because I say this every time I make a new episode because I make it every two weeks. Like, you guys literally get an episode every two weeks. That's not okay. And I feel like I'm, I'm being too loud. My levels are a little high. Um, and that's not okay. Like you guys deserve episodes every single week. And that's what I want to provide for you guys because you deserve it. Right. But the girlies have to get her, her shit together. I I have to like, it's not together. It's an issue. And that's my problem. Like my issue is, is that I keep changing shit up and I'm really routine and something, when I do something, it has to be consistent the same way. I know what I'm doing, like da-da-da. And one issue that I have is I keep changing up this outline. But the one that I have today, honestly, here's the thing. It doesn't change for you guys really ever. I end up talking about the same thing every single week. It changes for me. Like I notice that I start like changing up the way I have to talk. Too many bullet, pa- bullet points, too less of bullet points. Like it's just kind of all over the place. So hopefully this works and I'm excited. Another thing is, like, I've always wanted to do video, like, from my, when I very, like, first started this podcast, that was the goal. But then I was like, oh, my gosh, it has to be this way, it has to be that way. Y'all see the back of my room. Y'all get the vibes, okay? Y'all get it. The girls get it. And like I said, like, I can't eat podcasts. It's just, it's for the girls. You getting ready with your friends to go to the club? You getting ready to go watch a movie? Are you waking up in the morning and have to clean the house? Like, studying for a test like this is we're in the comfort of my cozy bedroom and I feel like it's just giving vibes like I'm comfortable here it's fun it's cool whatever so we're here I'm just really excited because I'm so excited for you guys to see my face like you have no idea I did a little fresh beat for you guys if you can't tell just a little bit of foundation and we're popping hold on Um, okay. Maybe now is not the time to do a thumbnail. No. Okay. Can we just get, let's just do a welcome back. So let me prop my phone up so I can just stop touching it. (sighs) I hope you guys are doing well. I'm doing amazing. I wasn't up until like 
eight hours ago because like I said, like I've been trying to get my life together in this whole podcast. Like I have a full-time job. I also have things outside of school, like a relation outside of school, bitch, you do not go to school. Um, outside of work, like a relationship, I have an apartment, I have all of this shit that I have to upkeep, like, then I want to go out, then I want to drink, then I want to do this, then, like, I have so much that I do, and I think managing those things is my issue, so, been getting my life together, and I'm gonna tell you why, and I feel like I said this last episode, too, so, this man has been doing wonders in my life, so his name is Something Pond Tarot, and I was listening to his like tarot read. It was like a bonus episode. So I was listening to his tarot th- today and I just randomly popped. I don't listen to it every single week, but every so often when I feel like led to listen, um, I listen to like the Taurus because I'm a Taurus, the best Zodiac that there is. Um, so I listened to my tarot reading and he said something that I literally just said like a couple days ago. I said, because I was talking to my boyfriend about my podcast, and I was like, I love doing it, but I feel like I keep molding it to fit, like, other things and other people, and it doesn't feel like it should feel, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I've been trying to change it so much to fit this mold of podcasting, which is not even fucking true. Like, nobody has the blueprint to podcasting. Like, you do what you want, you talk about what you want, and then your audience finds you. The people that love you, the people that want to listen to you every single week, they end up finding you. And so he said, like... He basically pulled, I don't think it was the full card. I think it was, I keep saying it was the full card, but I think it was a card before that. But basically he pulled a card and he was like, you keep trying to like conform to other things. He said, if it doesn't feel natural, don't do it. You know what I mean? And then when he pulled the full card, it was the full standing like up with a sword against, like a sword up. And I guess like to his foot to a rock, like just pointing up and the sun was facing backwards. And he says he always does his videos like very intuitively. So it's like, He doesn't look at the card for face value. He always goes a little bit deeper beyond what it means. And um, basically he was like, you're going to like, don't be afraid to go against the grain. He said, it's almost like you're turning your back against to the world. So it's like you're looking ahead and you're not afraid to be a fool and make certain mistakes because in the end, and he pulled another, another card. He's like in the end, in the long run, it's going to make sense and it's going to be successful. He said, just don't be afraid to try those things and to try new things. And so I was like, you know what? He's right. And I have been in this mode, like prior to even watching the video, I've been in this mode of like, let me try new things. Let me stop being so afraid of like outside factors, like what people think or like, if I'm doing this the right way, at the end of the day, like there's no right and wrong way to do something that you love to do. Like if you love to do it, like do it in the best way that you can and do it in the way that feels good and feels natural to you. And so I was like, you know what, why did I start podcasting? Because I've been obsessed with podcasts since I can remember like 13, 14. I talked about this in the first couple episodes of my podcast, but I had so many favorite podcasters and still, this is like, this is how I consume media. So for a lot of people, it's YouTube, which is still YouTube for me, but like the bulk of how I consume media are podcasts. And I just love, I love the space. I love how creative people are able to be. I love how it feels like you're super close to people and you don't even know them, but it's like somehow we're all friends and we all get each other. And I just love connecting that way. And so I've wanted my, one of my own. And I feel like I have a lot of valuable things to say at my age. I'm 21. And this is a podcast of growth, but it's also for fun. We talk about pop culture. We talk about girl things. Like, you know, like it's just a week. It's just a day out of the week to really just fucking chill. Like, that's it. 
you know, and then eventually like the people that love this podcast will all come together. It'll be a bigger community. And that's what I can't wait for, for us to just be like a really big community, like I candy pops. That's who we are. Like we're the candy girls. Don't play with us. It girls. That's it. I just can't wait until it gets to that point, but I'm okay with the growth and the process and the journey. Cause when it gets to where I want it to go, like I'm going to really appreciate what it was. And then I want to be able to help other people who want to be in the same space or just encourage people. Like I want to encourage people to pursue what they want to pursue. And I think one thing that I have issues with is like practicing what I preach. So, um, it's been this like, Oh, it's been this crazy journey, but honestly, like I feel really good about where I'm at right now. And I had a little anxiety before this episode because when I want something to be perfect, like I'm, I don't think I'm a perfectionist. (sighs) You know, I didn't want to say that I was, but I, I think I am. I am a perfectionist. I never admitted that, and I try not to because I don't think I am. Like, I'm okay with b- things being a little rough around the edges. But when it comes to things I really, really love, it can't be just, uh, whatever, I'm going to put it out. And I think that's my problem. Like, I can never just be, like, spontaneous on the whim. Like, if it's not how I want it, it's like all hell breaks loose. Like, I don't know how to fucking act. Like, I'm just like, okay, this isn't right. And I'll literally, like... I'll eat myself alive over like something not being what I want it to be. And it's a, it's a blessing and a curse, obviously, because you don't settle for just anything, but also it's just like, take a risk. And so I'm kind of trying to find that like happy medium between the both of it. And that's where I'm at with the podcast. I've got my video set up. We're going to try to do this as consistently as possible. That's what I'm going to say. I'm going to try my best to be consistent, but I'm feeling really, really good about where it is right now. And yeah. That was my little spiel, okay? That was my little soapbox moment. Anyways, how I've been, what I've been doing, I've been cooking a lot. So, like, last week I cooked three times. I cooked Parmesan chicken with spaghetti, and then I cooked um, broccoli cheddar. I keep saying cheddar. It wasn't cheddar. It was Parmesan. Broccoli pasta with Parmesan and chicken. That was yesterday, and then I'm missing something. I cooked something else. Oh, I made shepherd's pie. Let me tell you. So I'm on the phone with my sister and we're chopping it up, whatever, whatever. What are you doing? Like we're talking on the phone and I'm like, okay, well, like, you know, I have to go. Like I'm making shepherd's pie tonight. Like I have to get off the phone with you. Sorry, sissy. Like I gotta go. And she's like, that sounds disgusting. I'm sorry. Who are you? Are you cooking? You're not like who the, you know what I mean? So I felt a little attacked and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, You've never cooked anything but butter noodles. I love you, sister, but, like, that really, I felt disrespected. And my man loved it, actually. And it was healthy because it was, um, okay, so shepherd's pie is basically, like, ground beef, a bunch of vegetables, and then you put mashed potatoes on top. I put cauliflower mashed potatoes on my side. My man had, like, the very fattening mashed potatoes, like, you know, Um, And then we had, like, carrots, celery, onions garlic cloves like we I mean I was in the kitchen for about two hours slaving away and because I wanted to be like you know my man knows like if if I don't want to cook we're not you're not getting a meal like we're going to wherever and speaking of meals we went to Schlotzky's today which is my new spot okay anyway so yeah like I just felt a little offended and I had to call you out really quick sis because um I think you look crazy because it was good so yeah, I'm proud of my meal, and that's that. I've been cooking a lot. I feel like I've been getting slimmer. I feel good, which is great. I feel really, really good. Oh, my gosh. I don't want to get up because I feel like that's ghetto to get up during my podcast. And also, I haven't even read it, but I just want to show you guys. But I'm going to do it. She's getting up. 
She's gonna get up. And also, don't make fun of my outfit either. Like, this is literally like, I look like a librarian, honestly. This book. So yesterday when I was going through my whole like enlightening phase and shit, I was like, okay, let me get like a book. And you know, Pinterest is gold. So there was like 101 essays that will change your life. And then there was this book, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. And then um, The Four Agreements. And I was just, oh, um, You're Your Own Mountain or something like that. Tons of good books. But this one had the most, like, okay. So my boyfriend told me he read a book and it was called like How to Get Rich or Right. And like, no offense, but I was being a little judgmental because I'm like, it's not always about getting rich. Like to me, rich doesn't, always mean that's successful like there's tons of people who are successful but they're not rich like when I think of rich I think of Kardashians like I don't want to be on that level I really don't think I can handle it like do I want to make money and have generational wealth for my family of course but like getting rich I feel like is just about money being successful is about living the life you want to live your dream life and that's just not that's not just about money that encompasses everything so I got the seven spiritual laws of success, a practical guide to the fulfillment of your dreams. And yes, it's going to teach me how to get money, but it's also going to teach me how to get my dream life, babes. And that's what a girl needs. Okay. We all have dreams and we all need to work towards those dreams. And you're like, I'm like, you know what? I love podcasts and they motivate me just for the fact that they're people who are successful in their field. And I looked up, I look up to them a lot, but I also need to like tap into like, how, how are you going to get money, sis? Like, how are you getting your money? You know what I mean? How are you going to cultivate your own dream life? How are you going to step into the most authentic you? So I was like, you know what? I need to start reading some more self-help books because all I do is read romance. But lately I haven't. I've been just watching Game of Thrones every single night after work. And I'm like, you know what? Let me tap into some some self-help. So, or self-transformation, personal growth. That's what Alita was in, in at Barnes & Noble. But yeah, so I'm going to start that. And I'll give you guys some, some tips of what I learned. We'll talk about it in the eye candy topic of the week. Whatever you guys want to want to hear, if you want me to do a review on the book, like as I go, I'm down for whatever. What I do, what I do here at the Eye Candy Podcast Studio is all for the girls. That's it. Anywho, I have a story time for you guys. I'm sorry, this is such a long welcome back, but like I really did miss you guys. Okay, anyway. So tell me why I have Okay, let's start from the beginning. I have the birth control implant. I've had it since I was 18 and I'm 20, 18, 19, 20, 21. I'm 21 now. So that was three years ago. I have Nexoplanin. It lasts three years. Cool, cool, cool. Right. My mom was like, when you're 18, you're not popping any kids out. Get that damn implant. So we did what I had to do. We got the implant. So it's time for renewal. I'm going to see my parents November 20th. I'm going to go see them for a month. And I need to get this switched out before I go because it's due November 23rd. So Tuesday of last week, I go to my first appointment. I don't have any doctor here. I don't have an OBGYN doctor or anything like that. So I had to search for one, which for me as a tourist and a procrastinator, that's the hardest thing to do. It's just like search somebody up on my phone. Like I can go there. Like I'm just, you know, I feel I figured out like I'm the type of lazy person that requires no effort. Like make me clean a room from head to toe. I got it. Make me search up something really quick and have to use my brain to like search up, you know, for like two minutes and I can't do it. It's it's honestly like unbelievable. Ask like if I want the channel to be changed, like I'm asking you for the controller. But like 
let me slave away at work for eight hours. Like, I got it. Like, you know what I mean? I got all the complicated shit. But the simple shit, acts of service type bitch. But anyway, so yeah, I get to the place because I end up finding the doctor. I get to a place. They did tell me it was a male. I was totally fine with that. I don't feel weird about males or whatever because we're just doing a little checkup. Like, all you're doing is feeling around my arm, asking me a few questions about it, and we're out of here. So I go to the place and which is why, mind you, which is why I didn't understand why they were like, do you care if it's a male? I'm like, no, like he can check my arm. It's not a big deal. You know what I mean? So we go to the place and, uh, well, I go to the place. I'm the only one who got checked. I go to the place and he's like asking me questions. He's like, so like you're 21. Have you gotten a pap smear and your woman's wellness check? I was like, como si dice what? Like, yeah. What, what did you say again? I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. I was like, pap smear, no. Like, I've been scared of it since I was like 17 because my mom used to tell me about it all the time. She was like, when you hit this age, when you hit this age, get your pap smear, get your pap smear. So I knew it was important since like 17 years old. So in my mind, I'm like, we're not here for that. So no, I've never gotten it, but we're not here for that, sir. And I'm like, no, never got it. And he was like, okay, well, in order to get the birth control like thing renewed, we do have to perform the pap smear. And I was like, oh, okay cool i was like so when when do you want me to set up that apartment he's appointment he said oh we could do it today i'm said i'm sorry i wasn't prepared for a pap smear mind you i'm on my period tmi not that heavy though i'm not that heavy but i am on my period and i'm like oh no my period and he's like it's fine i just delivered a baby this morning and i was like for some reason him saying that really put me at ease i was like you know what he's seen tons of cooches all types of ways. I think I'm good. I felt in good hands with this. Mind you, he made me feel really comfortable from the start. So I just wasn't expecting you to pass me in general. Male or female, I would be scared either way. So I'm shaking my damn boots. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing right now? Like, I didn't know I was gonna have to do a pap smear. I would have waited until like after I had a Brazilian wax, no period, like we're, you know, the presentation, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. he has just took a tool up there, whatever. So I just want to tell you guys how this went because I feel like there's a lot of girls out there who probably haven't received it and need a little comfort because I was one of those scared girls because I've heard so many things about it and it scared the shit out of me. Honestly, you guys, it's not that bad. One thing my mom told me, like before I even got it, she said, relax. So one thing you're going to want to do is clinch that tool. It's a metal tool. They literally put up like a clinch. They put it in and they open it up like that. I'm doing a visual on YouTube just so you know. So they put it in and they open up. He only leaves it open for about three seconds. And then he uses a smaller tool, I believe. And then he swabs the inside. That's probably the only thing that feels weird. But one thing I will have to say is that he was super, super gentle. Like everything was super quick. Boom, 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 boom. Like my mom's told me like she's had terrible experiences at the OBGYN where they were just like in there scraping, 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 and just like really heavy handed people. But she's also had really good experiences where they were super gentle. And I just so happened to have a really great experience and, um, everything was healthy, of course. And then obviously they have to fill your boobs, make sure you're good there. And, um, yeah, I was not expecting to get a COVID swab, but my coochie, but Hey, you know, it is what it is. You do what you have to do. You do what you have to do. So long story short, I think it's coming in the mail. They said it's going to take about four to six weeks, and I leave in about four weeks, so a month, to go see my parents. So hopefully they get it in time because your girl needs it switched. Not that I plan on doing anything, but I can't keep this in. Like, they're literally taking it out and putting it back in the same day. So I can't leave it in, basically. So hopefully everything 
goes good by then. And I told her like the date, like the day I have to get this taken out is three days after I would leave. Like I would already be in Arizona with my family. So like, that's why I'm like, she was like, oh, it should be here before then. We have time. I was like, okay, cool. That was only like, I leave on the 20th and this needs to be swapped on the 23rd of November. So we are in the clear, but I just had to tell you guys that like, I was not expecting to get it past beer. <sighs> We're good though. We survived. And that's all that matters. We did survive this together. Okay. I kind of wish I vlogged that. Because, okay, I promise you I'm done with my, like, catch up, welcome back, whatever. Another thing I've been trying to do is vlog. And the problem is I don't have a camera. Like, I'm just trialing it on my iPhone 13 Pro. Subtle flex. But, um, you know. I, actually, it's not a fucking flex because the 14 Pro is already out. So, never the fuck mind. But anyway, um, I tried vlogging today. And the quality was bad. Like, I woke up and I was like, you know what? Let me just go for it. Let me just stop being so damn scary. And so I tried vlogging and I woke up and I looked like a fucking dying turtle. My eyes are so big in the morning. They're huge. And then on top of that, I don't do any eye cream. So I have, like, these big-ass, fat-ass bags. It looks like I have no fucking jawline. Like, I literally look like somebody's fucking washed up onto you or some shit like dead ass like where the fuck did she come from the sewer <laughs> what I look crazy so I was like okay no one's gonna see this like hell no like if you want your digital footprint to look like that by all means bitch do it but obviously the fuck not so I didn't post it or obviously I didn't continue to my vlog and I just realized like I want to vlog when there's something going on and also I need um some lighting my roommate has like this light that she got from Amazon and little did I know it was $27 for like a, a little five inch by seven inch little light. I hope I did those measurements. I'm pretty sure it's a five by seven inch. Is that long? No, it has to be shorter. Maybe three by five. Something. It's like a little light that goes on your phone. It's $27. She took it with her home, so I can't use it, but I will be buying one. The purchase will be made. Okay. Anywho, that's it. And y'all see those little fuzzies flying around? Like, what is going on? Get out of my video. Okay. That's it, you guys. That's all I had for my welcome back and catch up. Now we're going to get into TV recap and recommendations. Let's start with the fact. If you guys have been on this journey with me for the past three to four episodes, I said I manifested, and this is how manifestation works. I manifested that I wanted to watch Game of Thrones. I finally got into it, and now I'm on season five. And after this episode, guess who's going to watch Game of Thrones tonight? Me, bitch. I'm about to go back and watch Game of Thrones. Season five, we're on season five, and I am so immersed. I'm literally captivated. I'm so captivated. Like, y'all have no idea how obsessed I am with my... Wow, bitch. I was going to say obsessed with myself, because I keep looking at myself. Um, another thing about a tour is we are vain. We are a little bit vain. Can't even lie. No, I'm just kidding. I am so obsessed with Game of Thrones, like, so, so obsessed. So I'm going to try to, like, tell you guys where I'm at. So just for those Game of Thrones watchers, because we're all kind of in love, don't lie, we all are, we have a really unhealthy obsession. I didn't understand it until I watched it, and I was like, whoa, okay, yep, you definitely just took my life just now. So anyway, this is what I've been ass up, face down in for the past five weeks, season five, five seasons of Game of Thrones. Like, we're in it to win it until the end. 
And I was doing this to watch House of Dragons because I was tired of hearing people talk about it. But honestly, I'm not even doing this for House of Dragons anymore. Like, I'm doing this for me because I feel like this is what I needed. Like, this is my missing link in life, Game of Thrones. And I finally found it and my life has changed because of it. Okay, so let me just tap into where I am with the characters. Arya. Arya is, um, and honestly, I'm not going to lie, the only thing I'm confused with with this show are all the kingdoms. I know, I know, well, I, I kind of, I think Westeros is the Seven Kingdoms, right? Oh my gosh, please, somebody check me. Somebody check me. Um, so Westeros is something, but I know it's like the main thing. I know that Daenerys is somewhere, I'm going to call her Khaleesi because her name is so hard to pronounce. Daenerys is somewhere with a lot of bright sun, and then King's Landing, I know that for, for a fact. I know there's Castle Black. I know there's Winterfell um, and then all these other places in between. So I'm, I'm pretty aware. I'm not going to get the places right, but I can just tell you like what the stance of every character, or at least main character, not every single character. Arya, so she's in this place, and I think she's finally going to learn her skills to fight or something like that. My mom kind of gave it away without... She didn't know. She just gave it away on accident, which is okay because I'm, I'm a spoiler girl. Like, I like a little bit of spoiler because I like to look forward to something. And I've kind of been doing it th throughout the entire series, like looking up spoilers and then getting to that and then, like, wanting to know something else. It's fine, okay? I, I don't know how the fucking series is going to end, so it's okay. Anyway, Arya is in this place with the dude that used to kill everybody for her. Um, she used to be like, it was like in season two or three and she's like, can you kill this person? And he would kill them. And then he ended up shape-shifting, turning into a different person and walking off. Well, apparently she met that same guy in this other kingdom. I don't know, but I think he's going to teach her like values and how to fight. She had to give up her sword needle and all her stuff. Cause she wants to be something like, I think they're considered like the no face God or something. So like basically a nobody, but in order to be a nobody, you must not be anybody. So like she had to give away all the things that she loved. She tried to give up needles. She didn't give up needles. So she put it in a rock, whatever, whatever. So boom, she's at that little kingdom. Khaleesi, somebody betrayed her and her little group. And she had one man set on fire by the dragon. And um, I think that's it. Like Khaleesi, they don't even show her enough, honestly. But I know it's because she's going to be really, really important towards like season six and seven and eight and whatever. And I'm only in season five, so she's getting a lot more screen time now, which is how I know that, like, her time is coming. You know what I mean? But whatever. She has the dragon. Somebody betrayed her. Cool, cool, cool. Tyrion, since it segues pretty, it segues pretty good, Tyrion, um, he was taken to some other place because Cersei wants him killed because of yada, yada, yada. And, um, oh, excuse me. Um, she wants to get a camera for pics and stuff like that. <laughs> Bitch, I just said a camera for pics because my roommate just texted me that and I literally just said it. Let me face down my phone because I get so distracted easily. Like I'm the type, like don't ever send me a secret on this mic because I will literally say the secret. Okay. So yeah, um, Whatever, I can't recap the whole thing because honestly, like, it's so much shit to say. All the important people are doing important things. Joffrey's dead. Tommen's on the throne. Marjorie's trying to keep her role as queen. Cersei keeps trying to control everybody. Like, Sansa's about to marry Ramsay, which I, I know what happens on accident because I just wanted to know what happened to Theon. Like, those are all the tings. They're all the tings, right? And I'm just... 
It's a lot. And honestly, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Like, the tea is hot. The tea was so fucking hot in Wisteros. So hot. But anyway, that's it. Because I could talk about Game of Thrones forever. Um, another thing that I watched. I watched The Watcher on Netflix. And it was good. It was so good. It's been a while since I binge watched a show. I'm really like a mystery girl. And that's it. Like, mystery, the only other show that I binge-watched that wasn't mystery was, um, 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 the arranged, the marriage thing where they swapped people, um, oh, fuck, the ultimatum, I binge-watched that, that was reality, I don't really watch reality, it's either mystery, romance, chick flick, comedy, like, I, you know, only happy things, happy things, besides the mystery, like, you know, I like a little, a little guessing game, but I watched The Watcher on Netflix, and... I'm not gonna lie, I could only watch it in broad daylight because I'm a scary asshole. And also, it's October, and for some reason, like, things get a little bit more creakier at night. Like, October is really not the month to play. I'm not playing with the month of October at all. So, anything creepy, anything a little, like, scary, like, girl, when I tell you I go to sleep to cartoons every single night, I'm not playing. Like, if I'm reading, nothing scary, it's gonna be romance. If I am feeling a little a little shaken up because of October or whatever and my neighbors are being loud and I take that as a creak or something, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to listen to the Bible. Like, I'm not playing. Mm-mm. No weapon formed against me shall prosper, babes. I know the you lying. I was going to say the TF, but, you know, can't say God in TF. But anyway, so, yeah. Um, it was good. And honestly, I didn't know what to expect. And I'm just a little spoiler. You don't ever find out who the watcher is. And then I looked there. It's actually a true story. And the real family sold their story to Netflix. And they never lived in the house. They got it. I think they said they got the letters before they moved in. And it was an actual person that was like obsessed with that house. I mean, the concept is so weird. Like, how can you be obsessed with one house? Like, that's crazy. And so I, I think they kind of, they kind of made a spinoff of like the letters. I don't know if like the whole school assignment thing was real or the neighbor thing was real, but like everything else was like, everything else was like pretty spot on. Like, I think the storyline was just like amazing. And like you, it keeps you guessing. Like every episode you're like, okay, like this was jam packed with a lot of nothing, but I'm still here for it. And then you're so annoyed but filled with this satisfaction of like, oh my gosh, like this is an unsolved mystery. Like I literally was like, I'm going to be the person to solve this mystery. I mean, I deep dive for about two hours, didn't find shit. So it's still not solved. But um, yeah, that's really, really good. So I watched that and I think that's it. I think Game of Thrones, The Watcher. Oh, and I just got done watching Catfish. Like, you know, I love Cammie and Neve. What a power duo. But other than that, that's it. And life is good. And that was too damn long of a welcome back and catch up. Wow. Wow. So we're just going to lean right into Pop Topics. Okay, you guys. So it's time for Pop Topics. Any moment in pop culture that I want to talk about. And it's typically going to be like two stories. But I have like two more that I want to talk about. Just two more to rant on. But first, I want to talk about this. Haley Baldwin and Selena Gomez took a picture together. What a cultural reset. Like, never in my life thought it would happen. And you know what? I'm not going to lie. Like, I'm so happy for them, and I feel like this is what was needed. But 
I can't even, I can't lie. Like, I, I was a little pissed off. Like, I was just like, you know that one person that always takes the high road and you wish that you were them? And granted, it's been four years, and this is why I'm fine with it now, because I'm like, it's been four years. They want to be happy. Haley Baldwin's beautiful. Justin Bieber, like, let him be married to the girls. Selena Gomez has moved on. She's a businesswoman, making money moves. She looks happy. Like, ride or die for Selena Gomez. Haley, Justin, I just wish that you guys are happy for life. But it's just like, we all were taken on this journey with them back and forth. If it was just them, and they were just on for, like, five years straight or six years straight and we're never on and off and never kept going back to each other I think that we would never think that they were like these lovers for life but it was the fact that they were just so gravitated towards each other and they could never leave each other and so I think that's what I hold on to and I'm like damn like the picture was like the seal it was like licking an envelope and never seeing it again like then you send it off and it's like shit like the saga is over like they took a picture because I thought after the interview with Haley and Alex Cooper I was like oh there's still tea in the world like there's still tea and even though she was like saying things it kind of sounded like she was saying it but like not really saying it and then people were like speculating because it was like oh it's right before her documentary she's doing this to get ahead of something and the picture kind of just solidified like they're good you know what I mean and it's crazy because I grew up watching Justin and Selena together. And just like my mom grew up watching Jennifer and Brad Pitt. So now to see like the roles kind of change like in our generation where we see like this couple that was huge and then them move on, it's crazy. And so I'm just, I'm happy nonetheless that they're able to like put this forward and move on because I mean, the way people annihilated Haley Baldwin, I'm not going to lie at one point, me, me as well, in my head, of course, I was just like, no no, this isn't right. This is not right. Like this should, this is wrong. This is totally wrong. She definitely was with them while they were together. And it was because I thought that Haley was this person that she wasn't. I thought she was like trying to step in on their relationship. I thought she was always trying to be in Justin's corner and trying to like make him forget about Selena. Like we all looked at her as this bad guy. And so when I saw her on the Alex Cooper podcast, I'm glad she did it. Cause I'm like, I think it changed the perspective. I wish it was not um, call her daddy honestly I just think call her daddy was isn't um it's very it's very like it's very like whatever's popular and that's cool I just feel like for Haley to talk about that I would like I would have liked her to see her on like something different I don't know like call her daddy would have been cute to like talk about just growing up in the eye but like the the main purpose of the episode was what it was to talk about Selena and I feel like that could have definitely been done on another platform and received a lot better because a lot of people were still talking shit about her and I feel like Alex wasn't the perfect person to like because I don't know I, I just thought the episode was all over the place like it was interesting to know like she talked about her and Justin's sex life like I was surprised she answered those questions but go off sis like you know we're sexually liberated over here like do what you need to do like have fun in the sheets like period but I don't know if that was, like, the best platform to talk about the Selena, Justin, Haley trio thing. But I, I would say, like, everybody else that she's had before that fit. Like, Stassi, I think that was perfect platform for her. Um, Devin and Sydney, perfect platform. For Haley, no. And not because she's above it. It's just because I don't really like the questions that were asked. I don't really like how she asked Haley the questions. It just felt like it was all about Selena. And that's all, and it just was like, ugh, it's coming off a little weird. But granted, it did make me look at her differently. So I guess that's the purpose. The purpose was done successfully because I was like, you know what? 
I'm assuming she wouldn't come on a podcast and lie about it. Like, at the end of the day, this is her husband. Let her be happy. She seems like a nice girl that's misunderstood. Let her be happy. Speaking of misunderstood, this is not one of, like, the stories, the main stories I want to talk about. But I just want to say this. If I hear y'all call Kendall Jenner mean one more fucking time, if y'all have not been a waitstaff, worked for her, been behind the scenes, talked to her personally, how the fuck are you going to assume somebody's mean if you've never met them? Y'all say the same thing about Haley and she's a sweetheart. Like, we really don't fucking know. Granted, we all have our bad days, right? We all have bad days. We all have days when we're annoyed. But because they're celebrities, and I get it, you have this platform. You have to make sure that you're on your P's and Q's. That's just what it is. Like, you have fame. However, we are human beings. Can we stop acting like these people are just so above? And then you guys get pissed off when people act like they're above us because they have so much money. But y'all put them on this pedestal and platform of being perfect. And they just want to be humans. Some of them, okay? I think Kendall Jenner is one of those people. I think she just wants to be a normal person. So I saw this TikTok, right? And somebody had stitched a video of somebody else filming the recent episode of the Kardashians where Kendall went to the 818 thing in Las Vegas and basically said, it doesn't matter what I do. People think I'm mean. They just don't know me, whatever, whatever. This girl stitched it and literally proved her the fuck right. You literally called her mean because of just how her energy... You get paid for an 818 event and you're complaining and da-da-da-da. I'm sorry. People can do shit and love what they're doing and just hate a part of what they have to do. Hate is a strong word. They can dislike it. I don't think she's a public speaker type of girl. She's like, you got into the tequila business. You should expect this. No fucking shit or else she wouldn't be there, right? I'm pretty sure that her tequila brand could stand alone by itself if she didn't do as many events as she did. Kendall Jenner's name is all over this shit. Kylie Jenner doesn't just do pop-ups here and there for Kylie Cosmetics. It's Kylie fucking Jenner. Same for Kim Kardashian. I think that Kendall wants people to see her in a different way. She really loves tequila. Let her be. Just like the previous episode when she was talking about flipping homes. People were like, oh my God, she's famous. She has money. Why the fuck would she need to flip a home? Why the fuck not? You would just want her to sit in a rich ass house every day and be bored and just make money and just that's it. Like the girl can't do shit without y'all saying shit about her. No fucking wonder. That's why we haven't got King Kylie back. That's why we don't get funny videos from Kendall. That's why Haley doesn't do singing videos in the car. Like if you've noticed, the reason why these people don't feel comfortable being who they want to be on the internet is because y'all don't make people want to even connect with y'all. You feel like they owe you shit. You, these, y'all, the people who talk shit about them feel like they owe you something. They don't owe you a goddamn thing. Nothing. And honestly, like, personally, to me, it's just like hating energy, number one. And number two, it, you're mad because you're not there. And that's just that. As a girl who lives in an apartment in Houston, Texas, I am not fucking rich. I make money for myself to live, to have clothes, to have food, whatever. I don't live in a condo. I live in a regular apartment. I have a roommate cool like we live in life and we still having a good time we still go out we still party whatever whatever I don't have any of the shit that Kendall fucking Jenner has nothing not a damn lick of shit nothing I have my necessities I don't have my dream car I don't have my dream house I don't have my dream whatever like I don't have my dream life and dream career like she was definitely put in a place to succeed. Are we just going to get mad because all these people are nepotism babies and because they just grew up with money? Like, go get your own fucking fund. How about you start the generational wealth? Isn't that what we all want? So why the fuck do we keep talking about it? Okay, that's what I thought. Quiet, no back talk. However, let me just do this. 
let me just say this. I understand that a lot of celebrities can be tone deaf. That pisses me off. Because you know you have a platform and you choose to say shit the way you say it and you choose to say it as if you understand when you don't. Not you. One thing you can't understand is how it is to be on our playing field, living our lives, okay? We don't pay the same type of taxes. We're not in the same type, type of tax bracket. We don't make the same income. We're not even stepping into the same rooms. So don't act as if you are, period. I get that. However, when somebody wants to be normal and human, let them be, okay? Okay. And that's all on that, on that period. The second thing I want to talk about, because it's coming up pretty, pretty soon, and said perfectly by Simone Biles, she basically called all you hoes out and said, don't do the Jeffrey Dahmer shit this Halloween. It's not funny. The glorifying shit, not here for it. And honestly, Simone, um, I'm here for that statement. Do not. I just want to say this. Another rant. And you know, for some reason, every time I talk about pop culture, like I I really, really go in. I go so in because whenever I talk about pop culture, it's about my thoughts, right? And it's, you know, this is really just like news. I feel like this was just a statement by a famous celebrity, whatever. She said, she calls out Jeffrey Dahmer costumes ahead of Halloween and basically says, don't do it. Honestly, guys, like there are families of these victims. This is like not funny. And I know that like we try to make light of dark moments and dark times, but I feel like it's not funny when it pertains to other people's families and stuff that we don't go through. Like dark humor for like my life and things that I've went through specifically that other people can relate to. Funny, right? Funny. But it's not funny when it be, when it comes to like other people's families, nor the, like Mike Myers and Scream and all these fiction, the boogeyman, all these fictional ass characters that you guys dress up as. That's not weird. Like these are fictional characters, okay? They're made up and they kill actors quote-unquote in movies like they kill people quote-unquote in movies that are actors they're not really dead so these are stories that are told that they dress up for halloween honestly it's being taken too far why are we dressing up as a fucking serial killer like literally the most famous serial killer in the world not because it's fucking good it's because he actually killed people and did the worst and most gruesome things to them i can't even fix my mouth to like i can't even fix my eyes to look at this fucking show like my boyfriend and somebody that I used to be friends with at the time they wanted to watch the tv show and I was like you want to watch it you can go to your home and you can go to your home we're not watching that in my house and that's just that's just that on that I'm not watching that granted Evan Peters is super talented I'm sure all the actors are talented Evan Peters is actually super nice in person but that's not a story that I personally want to see be retold and I know I don't know if this is I think that like this I don't know what this how do I want to say it? I want to say like multiple things at once. Like what's the purpose of this show, right? Is it to bring something to light or is it just something without substance? Like what is the purpose? I think we've all seen pictures or please don't look them up if you have. I haven't, but I know that I've seen like the victims, the victims' faces. Um, we've all, we. I mean, everything is public record, right? We have tons of interviews on him on YouTube, tons of documentaries. We've already have tons of movies. Like I think it's, I think it's time to be done with this. And I really, really hope this is the last thing that's made about him because I don't really know what the point is. I I really don't. And it's kind of sucks that like people have to watch other people just make it a joke and make it something that's not cool at all. And now they have to relive all of those events again. I know on TikTok, I saw the interview 
of one of the girls who almost saved him. And I mean, that itself, like just the way she explained it and everything, like, ugh, I can't even, I can't even talk about it. But it's just really, it's really, really sad. And it sucks because people are making light of su- such a disgusting thing. And I really, really, really hope nobody does the Halloween costumes. Like, I swear, if I see anybody on my feed making, like, doing a Halloween costume or dressing up as him, it's not fucking funny, bro. Like, it's not. Like, I get it. We're trying to all be trendy and do something that gets us likes. But, like, how far are we going to fucking take this shit? Like, it's not funny. Like, it's actually sick. It's getting sick, y'all. Let's stop. Let's stop. And that's all I have to say. I 1,000% agree with Simone Biles. I'm tired of this shit. I'm tired of seeing it. I cannot wait until this Jeffrey Dahmer shit blows over because I'm so done with looking at it. Like, I'm, I'm dead ass over it. But anywho, one last thing I have to say. Actually, I really don't care about this. I think about it. But I already said it, so I'm going to say it anyway. Um, Kylie Jenner, Roe, and Trav. So my friend sent me something on it. She's like, the girls are fighting on Instagram. Oh, my God. And I was like, what do you mean? She was like, um, Kylie and Roe. I was like, oh, word? Like, the girls are arguing or fist fighting? Like, what's the tea? And apparently, like, somebody that Travis used to fuck with is, like, coming back to light and making Instagram stories and whatever, whatever. Honestly, I don't really care about it anymore. Um, But Kylie, girl, like, do what's best for you. And I just really hope Travis, like, I really hope this girl's just, like, pretending. I really, really do. But one thing I hate is, like, nobody ever believes the girl who actually is, like, nobody believes the side chick because she's a side, number one, so she's not that important to anybody. And I just really... If she is telling the truth, I hope that Kylie gets her truth. But if she is telling a lie, like, please seek help. And that's all I have to say about that. And Travis, like, stay at home with your kids. Okay? Okay. That was cute. That was fun, guys. That was really fun. Um, and with that being said, it is time to move into the eye candy topic of the week. All right, you guys. So this week for the eye candy topic, we're going to talk about getting to know yourself in your 20s. So my mom actually sent a quote in the group chat and it really made me think and I wanted to like I wanted to break it down here because it made me think about myself and how I'm going about being the most authentic version of myself, which is something that's super important to me and is a really important journey, which I'll get into. So the quote reads, if you don't spend time getting to know yourself, you'll end up absorbing everyone else's random and conflicting ideas about you. Knowing who you are on a very deep and intimate level is the best way to protect yourself from internalizing, disempowering opinions from others. So that was word vomit, but I'm going to break it down because I feel like this is something to think about, especially being somebody that's 21. Like I just started this decade of my life and figuring out who I want to be and the type of person I want to be in this world has been a struggle for me because one minute, I mean, I'm going to be completely raw with you guys. One minute. I want to be like the super funny, goofy me, right? Because I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to be like a pick me, but I'm like weirdly goofy. Like I'm weird, you know? And I'm like, oh, I'm so quirky. Like I'm, I'm dead ass weird. Like it's honestly like, you know, um, a little mental, but I'm weird and I'm quirky and I'm, <laughs> look at me, pick me, pick me, hello. Um, no, but I'm goofy, I'm funny, I like to be silly, I like making people laugh. And sometimes, like, on TikTok, I want to put out those videos. And then sometimes I want to be, like, that sexy girl. Like, ooh, look at me. But for some reason in my head, I feel like I have to choose one or the other. I can't be both. And I think it's because I think too hard about, like, how other people 
are going to think about who London is. Like, oh, she's trying to be this or she's trying to be that. But, like, I can be both, right? I can be both funny, goofy, and sexy, hot, extremely sexy, girly. You know what I mean? So, and this is why it takes you spending time with yourself and getting to know yourself to really understand who you are because you end up absorbing, like the quote says, everyone else's random and conflicting ideas about you. So, if you meet somebody, I think high school is a really good example of this because as someone that's 21... I don't really experience this too much as an adult because, I mean, I don't have a bunch of unnecessary relationships in a classroom full of people, Um, if you know what I mean, like, the fuck? But I feel like in high school, like, we all had that one person who said something about us or we heard rumors or whatever the case was, or just in general, like, oh, I heard this person said you were weird or this person said you talk too much, this person said you're too quiet, this person said you're too shy, like, people have so much to say and at first you think there's nothing wrong with you and I think... We all start out with that innocent idea of like, this is just me. Like in elementary school, some of us were just like, whatever, like this is me. Like in elementary school, I was quiet, but I also talked in the classes that I like to talk to, like like to talk in, but I was sassy and I liked to do cheer and I liked to do this and that. And it wasn't until I moved around a lot and I started to meet new kids in like different cities where they would tell me, oh, you're too quiet or, oh, you talk too much. Like it was always like I was getting the opposite from different groups of people and nobody just, I felt like I was not enough to like hang with this group, or hang with that group. Like I had to choose one. So I chose to be standoffish and to be quiet, to not be myself and becoming an adult. Like I still kind of struggled with that because COVID happened right into my adulthood. And then obviously like I moved to a different city and I kind of skipped the whole college phase and found a really good job and found an apartment and all this other stuff. So I've really had a lot of time to like figure myself out in the midst of making a bunch of mistakes, but getting to know yourself, I think what I want to bring to light is like, what does that look like, right? Like what is getting to know you? I think getting to know me is, is kind of like asking myself how I feel in certain spaces, how I feel around certain people, how I feel doing certain things. Like what, how, what is my feeling? Like, what do I get out of it when I'm doing it? So if I'm podcasting, like, do I feel like this is the the most authentic version of London? It is. If I'm, you know, drawing and doing art, is that the most authentic version of me? If I'm going through shopping or wearing quirky outfits and doing this and that, does this feel like me? Or if I'm choosing to shop at Forever 21 because everybody else is, or if I'm choosing to do these type of like beauty makeup videos when I really want to do like, I don't know, like mystery story times because other people like it. It's just like, how do you feel when you're doing things? Does it feel natural or does it feel like you're like literally like, what what is it what's the um the saying like nails on a chalkboard like it's just like ugh i just have to do it though you know what i mean in order to get here to get there so i really think getting to know yourself number one like tons of self help books out there tons and the one that i use the most often is the bible that's just kind of like my beliefs um i choose to read the bible and i choose to like do the self-help. I use the app you version. So basically I like use the plans they already have in there, how to be authentic, find peace, whatever, whatever. Like those are the things I do. That's my first self-help. And then I go to like other self-helps, like the book I just got, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. But that for me is just like more how to step into my dream life and career and to do that courageously and bravely and fearlessly and all that whatever cool stuff. But I feel like being your most authentic self is really the conversation and like finding your identity. And 
it's really, really, really hard to do nowadays because I feel like our identity is everything else but us. Like as soon our generation, Gen Z, as soon as we step into this world, like at first it was just Disney Channel and Nickelodeon. And then by the time all of us are 10 years old, like we're introduced to like full on tablets, phones, like internet, social media. So like our entire world world flips upside down. Our childhood becomes like electronics and like everybody is having experiencing the same thing. And so I feel like growing up in Gen Z, it's really hard to like find who you really are. And not to say like people and like millennials and stuff didn't experience this, but I feel like us um, out of so many other generations, because we have so many examples of like how other people are versus how we really should be. And that's really my journey right now. Like, who do I want to be in this world? So like, when I say certain things, I'm like, Ooh, let me be mindful. Like, even when I bring up pop topics, sometimes I don't want to like, well, my, my objective for pop topics, number one, I think that we're all kind of consumed by this pop culture media or whatever, but my objective is to never bash these people and make them feel, unless they're doing something terribly wrong, like Harvey Weinstein, R. Kelly, like completely controversial, or if it's politics, like I'm always down to share my opinion. I mean, that's the fucking point, but I don't want to bash people for being humans, right? And so I try to be super mindful about what I choose to say about certain people, because number one, like we're all in the same experience. And it's just like, who do you want to be in this world? Some people don't give a fuck about that. They're like, I don't give a fuck. Like, this is what I'm going to do. And that's that. And like, that's you. You know what I mean? Be who you want to be. But talking in regards to myself, like, that's kind of like the journey that I'm on is like, okay. And let me tell you this. Another cra- I'm sorry, I'm jumping. But another thing that's so crazy about like authenticity and identity is that sometimes we're the only mountain and the only voice in our head. Like no one's like now to this day, like no one's told me like, you can't do this London. You shouldn't post this. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't do this. If anything, I have so many people in my ear encouraging me, but that voice in my head is telling me like, because of past like trauma as a kid and always feeling like I couldn't speak up. And because I was just so shy and people were going to talk about me. It's me now. Like that's so past. I'm pretty sure that all those people are doing different things, experiencing different things, probably struggling with the same things I am, but it's my own voice in my head. That's like literally making me think the way I think and not be the person that I really want to be. So I think that getting to know yourself is really, really important because at the end of the day, like there's always going to be somebody to talk. There's always going to be somebody that opposes what you're doing. And like I always say, like I love using examples, especially if there's people that choose their creative field and content creating, hell, even podcasting, YouTube, or let's say you're an artist and you want to do art and people say it's ugly. Or what's another field that's like totally not even like creativity? Um, Teaching, you're a teacher and somebody's like, you're a terrible teacher. I hate your tactics. Like, and you're probably doing your job like the best way you can and you love it people are always going to have something to say or even just about you in general. Like, like I said, like, oh, you talk too much or ill. She dresses like this or ill. She likes her hair like that or ill like this and that, but you love it. Like, don't let people's random opinions conflict with who you think, like who, you know, you are inside. Like we all have a real us. We all have like we all have different souls. First of all, like that's pretty obvious and straightforward, but we're, we, 
we all like I when I try to say things I try to like I my brain wants to say one thing my mouth like comes out with like a fucking word vomit but we all came in this earth to be one person and that's ourselves. and I feel like growing up in a society where it teaches us to be everything but that it's really hard to find yourself and I think that's one thing that I challenge myself to do is to be so fearlessly myself that nobody can ever say she's trying to be somebody else. Nobody can ever, never tell me like, if you're going to talk shit about me, at least you can say I'm being my wholesome self while I'm doing it. And that's just that. Like, at least she's being herself. Right. And so I think that's what I'm challenging myself to do. Like even doing a podcast, like if it ever becomes like this big thing, there are going to be people that could like criticize me and say it's not good enough or to say this or to say that if I wear this people are gonna say or think or send to their friends because I do see those sent things on Instagram good or bad people are gonna talk their shit and at the end of the day let them because like I always say my rule of thumb is they're only mad because they can't do it like you why because there's only one you and that's that but breaking down the second part of this quote Knowing, it says, knowing who you are on a very deep and intimate level is the best way to protect yourself from internalizing, disempowering opinions from other. Disempowering is obviously the opposite of empowering. So if it's not empowering and lifting you up, it's bringing you down. And I think learning yourself on an intimate level for me, for an example for myself is praying. You know, I think it's connecting with God. Like that's, that's my, like those are my values and my morals. And that's something that really helps ground me and figure out like who London wants to be, who is London. And for other people, it might be like crystals or whatever, like other things. But for me, it's God. And I feel like that's, that's how you get to know yourself on an intimate level. Like what's something that can connect you with yourself? You know what I mean? And for me, it's God because he can, I mean, he created me, right? That's what I believe. God created me. Jesus created me. Like I'm here because of him. And what better person to go to, to connect, like to help me connect with myself than him. You know what I mean? Um, I think it's all about spirituality, like connecting with you. Like if it's just you and there's nothing else in this room, there's nobody else around you, like what are you doing? You know what I mean? And so I just think that one thing that I want to challenge everybody today for the week and for life, like this is a daily journey and challenge, is to like be so fearlessly yourself to like not, if someone talks shit about you, I'm pretty sure there's people in school and college and they have rumors going around or people are talking shit about them or you're going through things in life and someone's telling you you're not going to be anybody or be anything, prove them wrong. And for the people that have opinions about you and they don't even know you, you have nothing to prove at all. Nothing at all. You've got all the tools you need and it's you. You are what you need. And God, well, for me, it's God. But like, I challenge you to really like be the most authentic version of yourself. Like spend some time with yourself, get to know yourself, read that self-help book, pray, meditate, watch that video of affirmations, like go out on a walk. You know what I mean? Like go get some exercise, go eat healthy, do things by yourself. Like it's so okay to be alone. That's something that I mastered at a young age because I've always been okay with being by myself. Master being by yourself. Like there's going to be even people that come into your life who are not meant to stay there for a season, right? They're not meant to be there for the long run, but they'll teach you something. And you need to learn to let those people go when you know. When you know it's time, you need to know it's time to let them go and let them go for good. And 
that goes for relationships. That goes for friendships. That goes for family members. Like, anyone can get cut off in my eyes. Anybody. I don't care who it is. Like, my peace is so important. The most important. And I think one thing is, is like, overall, protect your peace. Spend time with yourself. Find things that you like. And if you already know what you like, stick to it and keep doing it. This is going to be a lifelong journey. But honestly, that's the beauty of life. Like, we get the opportunity to make mistakes, fuck up, learn from that, have a success story. And we get to do it over and over again, like trial and error with different things. But the the thing about it is that we get a chance to rise above and to be better. And one thing that I love seeing is like people, I love a good underdog story. And I think that's, that's like my goal here is like, it was hard to start this podcast. It was hard to talk on a mic because I wasn't the girl that talked a lot. I wasn't the girl that was flashy. I wasn't the girl that people probably didn't think I had anything much to say until I spoke up. And I started speaking and people were like, oh, you talk like that? Oh, you, you know, no one really knew who I was. But my, my thing is like, I do want people to hear this podcast, obviously, and know who I am. But I want you to get to know who you are. And I want you to get your dream life. I want you to get everything that you ever wanted in this life and achieve great things and to inspire other people. We are eye candy girly pops. This is what we do, okay? We do this every single, well, now we do this every single week because I'm kind of bad at uploading. Um, But no, like this is the point of the podcast and I just want to encourage you girls to be the best you and version of you that you can be. And that was a fun little chit chat. I'm not going to lie. I had a whole outline with a bunch of bullet points and I can't do that. Like I have to go off the dome because you guys would have got a bunch of nothing and it would have been a monotonous mess. But we're finished and we're wrapping up this week's episode of the I Can Eat podcast. Okay, you guys, it is time to wrap up this week's episode of the I Candy podcast. I was supposed to do candy crams, crams, bitch, candy grams. I was supposed to do candy grams, but uh, I forgot. So we're going to do that next week. But I just want to tell you guys where you can find me before we get out of here. If you want to follow me on my iCandy Podcast Instagram, you can at iCandy Podcast. No space, no caps, no underscore. Just like that. My personal Instagram is London L-O-N-D-Y-N-A-L-E-I. No caps, no underscores. You can't cap, bitch. What the fuck? You can't caps on Instagram. Whatever, you get it. There's nothing to it. It's just exactly how I said it. And then my Gmail is iCandyPodcast at gmail.com for any questions, crazy stories, or feedback. And of course, Girly Pop, if you want to remain anonymous, you can. Once again, this was so much fun. This is the iCandy Podcast. No, I don't want to say it like that. <clears throat> Once again, this is your host, London Ale. This is the iCandy Podcast. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.